I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What we really want to do is bring cultural relevancy back to the platform. And what we really want to do is inspire a new generation of creators and backers to come to the platform. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Marketing Vanguard podcast. I'm excited to bring you this new episode of Marketing Vanguard live at our first ever Adweek X event in LA. Today, you'll hear from Courtney Brown Warren, Vice President of Brand Marketing at Kickstarter, on how she's building strong partnerships with the C-suite, especially with CEO Everett Taylor, who previously served as a CMO himself. Hi again, everyone. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. Um, this is kind of fun. It's, it, <laughs> but I mean, it makes us feel like the whole room is part of our conversation, okay. right? So that's that's it. the whole point. Um, Gail, Wilmer, thank you both so much for an incredible conversation. Um, kind of in continuing our concept of myth busting and um, also looking at unique mashups, pairings and collaborations. I'm thrilled to be joined by Courtney Brown Warren. Um, she's the Vice President of Brand Marketing at Kickstarter, and she was going to be joined this morning by Kickstarter CEO Everett Taylor, somebody we know and love immensely. Um, unfortunately, he had a, uh, an injury that kept him from coming. So um, it's all you, Courtney, and you're going to steal the show. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we want to talk about here is, you know, I think... Again, sort of throughout the day, you'll see we're, we're looking at, like I said, a lot of interesting pairings and mashups and matchups. And one of the ones that I think so many people are interested in and talking about is the collaboration that happens internally um, between the CEO and the, and the CMO or the head of marketing, the person who owns the marketing uh, priority within any given organization. And, you know, I think in, increasingly we're seeing, you know, we've often talked about C-suite collaboration, but I think what we want to do in this conversation is like truly break down, um, you know, the dynamics, the nuances, the strengths, um, perhaps some of the challenges in working with a CEO when you're heading marketing. Um, what is an interesting added layer is Everett actually was a CMO himself, right? So he comes from that vantage point. Later today, actually, there's going to be a conversation um, uh, with Peter McGinnis, he's the CEO of Impossible Foods. He also was a CMO of Chobani. He came also from the agency world. And now as a CEO, he's going to talk about the CEO perspective. So you're sort of giving the head of marketing perspective. And so you'll see there's sort of a cool uh, two halves of a whole in the conversation. So I'm looking forward to that. But Courtney, why don't you start by telling everybody here a little bit about you, your journey, and what led you to Kickstarter? 
Wow. So I, I think I started off my career in tech probably about six years ago, just to go back that far. Um, and I led creative, actually. I was uh, uh, heading up creative at Audible for three years. And then I went to Twitter and I was uh, head of global brand there for about a year and some change before the acquisition. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so then I was kind of trying to figure out what was, what was going to be my next move. Part of the reason that I went to those particular places, honestly, was, um, I like to be part of purpose-driven work and work that really feels like it's going to make a difference, um, in the world. And Audible felt like it was going to make a difference. It was all about the, the voice and a lot about what we were just talking about, you know, it was about being able to use your imagination and use your brain power in a different type of way. So it felt like a different type of challenge for me. I had come out of media. Um, and so that was a really interesting challenge. And then I got recruited over to Twitter and that was a really interesting challenge because I loved what they were doing um, on the platform at the time. And so, uh, and so with the acquisition and I suddenly found myself out of work, I was trying to think about, well, what's my next step going to be? And I had made this transition from purely a creative role, but kind of this creative hybrid. Um, I had gone and done some product marketing work and I was doing a lot of interesting types of work that was beyond my title, if you will. And, um, and so then, you know, I got this, I got this message from Everett and he reached out to me and we started talking. And I think for what really drew me in um, to the opportunity at Kickstarter, I'd heard of Kickstarter, I knew what Kickstarter was, um, but I hadn't seen a lot of Kickstarter in the world. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of wondering, oh, what did happen to that brand? Um, And so hearing his hearing his vision for the company and then knowing how steep they are in their purpose, Mm -hmm. um, it felt like a nice synergy for me. Yeah. Had you worked with Everett previously? I had not. I had not. Okay. But you knew of? I knew of Everett. Yeah. Yeah. It's Everett's reputation. Everett's reputation Um, in a very positive way. Talk a little bit about that, because obviously in this industry, I'm sure not unlike other industries, um, but uniquely in the advertising, marketing, media industry, um, you know, people are building their own individual reputations, even as they're building the reputations and brands of their companies, mm-hmm. right? And Everett arguably has such a reputation, um, like we just said, that precedes him. So when you got the call, were you, you know, what motivated you working for Everett? or working for Kickstarter? Um, honestly, both. Yeah. I really wanted to work with Everett. Yeah. I really was excited by everything he was saying and the things that he was talking about. His own unique story, um, I related very much to. I understood what he was, I got him, yeah. if you will. And then um, what he wanted to do with this company also felt really interesting, and I was up for a really interesting challenge there. Yeah. Um, we really wanted to bring you know, Kickstarter back to some cultural relevancy, not to say that it wasn't culturally relevant, but to a place in present day that people are just talking about. It's part of the vernacular again. Yeah. And, um, and the things that we discussed and we started to talk about doing just felt super interesting to me. And it, and it was a really interesting challenge for me at this point in my career. So yeah. I jumped at that. Yeah. So it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a 50, 50 toss up. I mean, yeah. I really, really wanted to work with Everett though. Yeah, for really sure. Great. So um, for those who don't know, he was the CMO of Artsy 
uh, just previously. So, um, and he has done work with so many other brands, Mm -hmm. um, of course, throughout the course of his career. What do you think? So he reached out to you? Yes, he reached out to me. So what did he, you know, what did he? It was like a a one sentence uh, (laughs) LinkedIn, I think. And then I was like, what is this? So (laughs) So clearly your reputation precedes you as well. I suppose, I suppose. I honestly still don't quite know uh, what, what, what drew him in, but yeah. So when you came in, you know, talk a little bit about the uniqueness of working for somebody, as we mentioned before, who was a CMO, right? Because that's a unique kind of CEO. Um, Again, like I said, we're going to talk to Peter McGinnis later today, but um, going in, what were you conscious of in terms of what the um, positives would be from that experience and maybe some of even the challenges, right? Because he came from a world where he was leading the marketing charge. I mean, that, that is what his passion was. So now you're suddenly working for somebody who has that experience. What did you expect? What did you anticipate both good and, and challenging? Well, I think my challenge was, or it, my, I, I shouldn't say it was a challenge. It didn't even come up. Honestly, my concern might've been, is this, is he going to be a micromanager? Yeah. Is he going to be, is he going to totally want to dictate marketing behind the scenes? Yep. Um, he hasn't done that. He actually has been very supportive um, on the flip side. The good piece to this relationship has been that we have a shorthand. You know, I feel as though we can skip half of the the upfront pleasantries to get right to the, the nuts and bolts of whatever we're trying to do. Yep. And he gets that. Yep. He gets doing something that may be out of the realm of what's been done before mm-hmm. because he understands taking those chances and what the, partic- what the, what the ROI on that could be. Yep. So... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. What do you... What do you tell the external, you know, your external partnership, um, community agencies, media platforms, et cetera, like as far as what, what do you want them to know about what it means to work with you guys as a powerful duo at Kickstarter? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think, you know, uh, what we really want to do is bring cultural relevancy, as I said, back to the platform. And what we really want to do is inspire a new generation of creators and backers to come to the platform. So when they think about working with us, um, I think it's about how can you bring that to bear? You know, how can you bring that offering to the table? It's not necessarily just about, you know, Everett's story or just about me speaking about myself, but it's about also how it benefits the overall 
uh, mission for the company. Um, so that's what we're really trying to make sure that we're doing in all of the efforts that we, that we take on. Like we this past year, um, had a partnership with an event called CultureCon, which we had never done before. We typically would stay in spaces that were very, very like, um, you know, category specific comics, you know, design and tech, you know, uh, you know, very specific categories that we know we went in. Mm. Um, and we took a chance and um, sponsored an event and had a, a, a pretty large active activation at an event called CultureCon in New York this past year. It was really really successful for us because we felt that it nurtured a relationship. It started to nurture a relationship with that new generation of uh, creators that we could bring onto the platform, diverse creators at that, which was really nice. So that was an intentional choice you made to sort of um, go beyond established norms. What other risks are you guys taking, you know, when you think about um, innovation, but not just innovation, but risk? Um, I'd say as we enter our 15th year, we're evaluating that really closely right now. We're thinking a lot about how can we step outside of, I mean, quite frankly, we didn't do a lot of marketing before Mm. Everett and I joined. Marketing in the sense of uh, really having a media spend. Right. And, and really dedicated marketing, um, marketing plans um, outside of our organic, you know, our own channels. And so this year we're looking at how we can put our dollars forth in a way that's going to make more of a splash, um, you know, and really help celebrate the history of Kickstarter as part of this crowdfunding crowdfunding. We're, we're like the leader in the category, basically. Yeah. And we want to like stay, hold that. We have a lot of competitors coming after us right now. Yeah. So we're trying to take the chance into more media and, and, um, and activations that will put us out there in, in ways that people wouldn't expect. Well, that's why he brought you on, right? Yeah. To build the organization, to build yeah. the practice. Yeah. Um, um, and you've been there how long now? Oh, nine months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So long enough to know, like you've, you've done sort of the first 100 days assessment. Now you're, you know, you're really sort of into the next phase. Yeah. What can we expect to see from Kickstarter moving forward? And um, how have you and Everett arrived at those decisions together to kind of move forward and sort of were, were there any roadblocks or were there any differences of opinion between you knowing how <laughs> passionate you both are about the marketing practice within the world. I think that, well, I'll start there. I think that the biggest, um, it's not so much issues that we've had or disagreements, yeah. but more so I have to also understand that now he's looking at an entire organization yes. and he's not just focused on marketing. So, you know, where I'm thinking I'm going to get X amount of spend to do this really innovative thing he may say, no, we're going to spend that in product yeah. <laughs> or no, we're going to spend that over here because we need to focus here, Courtney. And this is why. Yeah. That's the one good thing. He does explain. He gives me the, the reasons why. But I think that that's, that's been the biggest, oh, OK, I, I can't just expect that I'm going to get everything because <laughs> I'm marketing and he gets it. And he, he was a mar- he's a marketer at heart. Um, but in terms of thinking about how we're going to innovate, we just want to do some things that make a splash in a way that, like I said, is, 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 is not really the way that people would expect a crowdfunding agency to, I don't want to say all the things that we're yeah. thinking about for our 15th, but we really want to show up in unexpected ways. Right. Um, and we really want to show up in ways with interesting partnerships, interesting sponsorships. We just did a partnership with Spotify, find a way voices. We're trying to do some things that step outside of, 
uh, outside of the norm. It's hard to do that though these days. It is. I mean, that is, that is, um, the currency, right. For, um, you know, for making, for making a splash and it just feels like doing things out of the norm, um, and doing unexpected things is becoming even more challenging. The bar is getting higher and higher. So, um, between the two of you, you know, what, you, what resources externally are you relying on to kind of take the outside in and bring that into the organization such that it infuses your strategy when you think about going out? Yeah, I mean, we're thinking a lot about even the, we've had a lot of success stories come off of Kickstarter, believe it or not. Yeah. Issa Rae started Awkward Black Girl. And, you know, you have like uh, big name directors now who had shorts um, that are now directing major, major films in Hollywood. So what we're trying to really do is focus on building those relationships back with those folks that can almost be like the Kickstarter creator alumni yeah. that can really also help serve as, serve as a resource for us, a way to get that story out. Yeah. There's a lot of storytelling we can do um, because our Rolodex is so deep. And I think we haven't necessarily always taken advantage. I think we do in certain places. And I think we have an opportunity, especially, like I said, going into next year to really take advantage of that Rolodex mm. and try to do some things around that. Yep. That will give us that, um, that cachet yep. um, against, like I said, an ever crowded uh, competitive set. Yep, for sure. Last quick question. Do you aspire to be a CEO? Everett asked me that recently. I don't, I don't know what I aspire to be yet. A good mom, a good human. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And, a great, and great at my current role, I will say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've done a lot of consulting in my past. CEO job is really hard. It is. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. Listen, Courtney, thank you so much for being here. This has been an incredible conversation. Our best wishes to Everett. Thank you. I will hope to see him soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Marketing Vanguard, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Jordan Pretano, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGibney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>